Welcome to Japanatron. I'm your host, Dave Pavlina, and Japanatron is a podcast about life in Japan and Japanese culture. Um, so today's theme, uh, I call What They Think of Us. Now, us being a creative little play on words, U.S., meaning the United States. These are things, uh, themes that I've heard over the years from Japanese people um, because living abroad is kind of a mirror. You get to see what your, um, you know, what your own country looks like, you know, from outside the box. You hear um, what other people say, you know, from other countries about your home country, and it it gets pretty interesting. So I got some themes that I've heard time and time again um, in my life uh, during my life in Japan. So I want to talk about these. There, some of them are good. Some of them are bad. Some of them are kind of like a little mixture of both. So, um. So don't be offended, <laughs> fucking Americans. Don't be offended. <laughs> All right, just you know, just just this is what this is what the world thinks of us. Okay, this is the what the world thinks of us. So let's see. Number one, this is this is probably the one I hear the most often. Uh, I heard this so many times from uh, students uh, when I was teaching English and whatnot. Uh, the U.S. is wide and big size. Now this could be, of course, both positive and negative. Everything is bigger and wider. You know, think Texas, right? Everything's bigger in Texas. Uh, they got big cars, you know, big houses. Everything, uh, there's just lots of land, lots of space. Um, you know, there's just so much space to work with that uh, Japan does not have. So there's just this image of America as just being so big and wide and spacious. Um, cars, meals, houses, and even the people are really big. So, like I said, both positive and negative. Big house, but big people. <laughs> um, in fact, Japanese people often take pictures of their massive meals that they get in the U.S., you know, because the portion size is so ridiculous. I, have to, I think I've talked about that before. Um... They, they take pictures and show people, oh my god, you got to see these massive portions that Americans eat. Um, and I know, when I, like I said, when I was teaching English, students who were planning on studying abroad used to ask me, um, they used to you know, express their worries about the food in the U.S. They're like, what do I do? Um, friends of mine have studied abroad and they come back, you know, and they've put on 10 kilos, you know, 20 pounds or so. Um what do I do? Uh, so I said, well, let's see. Two hit, two tips. Number one, eat Japanese food, which is what I would do if I moved back to America. Uh, and order the kids' meal, you know, order from the, the kids' menu in, in the, the restaurants. Or um, order a meal, eat half of it, and take half of, take the rest of it home or something. That, that'll, uh, that'll really get you some good cost performance on that. Um, so I, I kind of agree with this. I definitely agree with this, in fact. Um, I'd much rather own a big house in America. I mean, that is a huge plus. The, the houses we have in America are huge, you know, especially in the select states. 
I mean, like LA and San Francisco, okay, you're going to pay a huge premium for a big house, of course. But you move out, you know, into somewhat, you know, the more countryside areas, um, and you get a big house for not too much money. Whereas in Japan, you'd pay up the ass for that house. And you wouldn't even get that big of a house. I've never even seen, I mean, big house in Japan versus big house in America, it just doesn't compare. Um, in fact, they showed something on, on Japanese TV recently with Darvish. You know, I think he the dude that plays for the, um, Japanese dude that plays for the Texas Rangers. They were talking to real estate agents, you know, because he was moving to Texas, of course, um, about the kind of houses he could afford, you know, with his massive salary. And they're showing these houses, and they're, they were insane. They had bowling alleys and swimming pools and movie theaters built into them and saunas and jacuzzis, you know, and, and just Japan. I've never seen anything like that on, on TV. You know, the lifestyles in the rich and famous. There's some cool houses, some cool apartments, but I've never seen anything like that. So that is a big bonus. The downside, of course, is the big people. So I think the best deal would be a big American house and a, uh, a Japanese diet. <laughs> so that's, that's, the best, that's the best of both worlds. So I, I'd, I'd buy a big house in America and I'd have to eat Japanese food to stay fit. Okay, moving on. Next one I hear. This is a pretty good one. Americans are casual. Um, I hear this a lot. Um, a lot uh, more casual compared to uh, the Japanese in general. Japanese dress up. They're very formal, especially in Tokyo. Osaka maybe uh, is the more casual city. Tokyo, definitely, they're dressed up. Suits, you know, uh, lots of makeup. Uh, just, you know, dressed to the nines. Um, we in America, we, we dress more casually. We speak more casually. Uh, just in generally, uh, just in general, compared to the the Japanese, I'd say, you go to a mall on a weekend in Japan. Uh, the women, especially, are just dressed like models. It's insane. Uh, you go to the mall on a weekend in uh, the U.S. Jeans and t-shirts, probably. Yeah. Um, so, a- another good example is waiters and waitresses uh, in the U.S. Um, when we visited, my girlfriend at the time, now my wife was shocked at how, like, casual the waiters and waitresses, they would bend down and say, hey, I'm Jen, hey, I'm Jenny, I'll be your server, you know, and, um, you, you know, like, they, like they're your buddy or something, you know, <laughs> and they never really do that in Japan. Japan has excellent customer service, of course, unparalleled customer service, but yeah, it is a little cold. It's, it's not that warm, friendly, down-to-earth atmosphere that America kind of does with their customer service. It's a little cold, a little distant, uh, very formal. They use keigo, which is the, you know, the very formal, polite form of Japanese, uh, typically used in the service industry, you know, between the customer, you know, for the, for the customers, of course. So there's that. Um, whereas in America, it's like they're your best buddy. <laughs> So, yeah, I'd say Americans are more casual, so I've heard that a lot, and yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of a, a point well taken. Um, Americans are, casu- are more casual compared to the Japanese, I'd say, in general. Um, so, okay, let's, moving on. let's move on. Next one I hear a lot, <laughs> maybe not so good. Um, actually, kind of both good and bad. There's, there's both good and bad spins to this statement, and that is, the U.S. is aggressive. Um... 
And the bad spin to this one is, I hear this a lot, is uh, related to this, the U.S. likes war. Uh, I heard a number of students when I was teaching English say that. The, the U.S. just seems to like war. Um, and you look at the history of the U.S., and it's just kind of a list of wars <laughs> that we've been involved in, and we never really seem to have a long period of peace. <laughs> There's We just kind of jump from one war to the next. Um, I mean, you look at, like, what, World War II... Or was it World War Two, the Korean War, the Vietnam War, and then you know we had we had a span of peace there, and then we had the you know what Persian Gulf War, you know, and then there's Iraq and Afghanistan. I mean, the list just goes on and on. Um, and yeah, I mean, you look at the history of other, you look at the history of Europe. It's a longer list of wars. Um, but yeah, I'd say when it comes to military engagements, the U.S. definitely bites off a lot. <laughs> <laughs> probably more than it can chew. Uh, Japan, yeah, there's some war there in the in the, in the past. <laughs> the World War II stuff going on there. Um, but, you know, after that, they demilitarized, and it, it's kind of the, the passive thing in, in their, um, their constitution, so they really can't uh, engage in any aggressive military actions. Uh, they're just strictly a self-defense force, uh, whereas the U.S. is, unfortunately, kind of the world police force. So I've heard that a lot, is that, um, unfortunately, the impression that I've heard from a number of people in Japan, Japanese people, of course, is that the U.S. actually likes war, you know, and it's kind of sad because I don't think, I don't think we as a nation, as, you know, the U.S. citizens actually like war, um, we're just kind of put in this position. So, I mean, we can discuss this on and on, so I don't really want to get into that, but, I mean, I'm sure you have your opinion on it and whatnot, but... That's just, again, it's just something I've heard, and it's just what, uh, it sums up um, what uh, Japan thinks of the U.S. Not every Japanese, of course, but I've heard this a number of times. Um, uh, kind of the good spin to this is that American people are more aggressively outgoing compared to the Japanese. They strike up conversations with strangers, maybe, and they aren't as introverted as Japanese. Japanese are known for being kind of shy and introverted. Um... Which, okay, there's some blatant exceptions to that. But, yeah, I mean, as a culture, you ask Americans, and that might be the impression they have of, of Japanese culture. You ask Japanese, and the impression they have of American culture is they're more aggressive, they're more outgoing. Um, so, I, I agree with this in general, but I've also seen this in Japan, interestingly, that... It seems that in the big cities, especially Tokyo, Tokyo is infamous for being very cold, is that people don't strike up conversations with strangers and no one's talking on the train. Whereas in the U.S., you know, people might be talking um, in situations like that. Um, however, when I lived in the countryside uh, in Japan, this happened a lot more often. The strangers would strike up conversations. People especially would talk to me just, just in virtue of me being a foreigner living out there. So, um, yes, if you want to stereotype the cultures, uh, yes, Japan is known for being introverted and shy, and America is being known for more, kind of being known for being more outgoing and aggressive. Um, so take that for what it is. Okay, uh, last one. The U.S. is dangerous. Eesh, I hear this one a lot. I heard this a lot from students wanting to study abroad or do a homestay or even uh, do a short stint working abroad. 
um, and they were always thinking of doing Australia um, instead. Australia is really popular. Um, uh, America is also popular. There are definitely a significant number of kind of the America freaks, um, Japanese people who are just really into American culture. And it's kind of cool. Like they're, they're like into the cowboys, the cowboy hats and the Texas burger and all that kind of stuff, you know. And um, so those are the kind of people who would be likely to live and study abroad. However, they do have they, they do have a number of time expressed these uh, these kind of fears to me. America's dangerous. Um, and how do I how do I explain this one? Well, number one, there's kind of the the media, unfortunately, that, that's played up. There's the news that comes over. American news, of course, is played in every country in the world, whereas not every story in Japan makes it on the American news. Um, so there's that. Um, I'm kind of talking about the the kind of the unfortunate ones that aren't necessarily true. Uh, the second way this image comes in is is the TV shows and the movies that you know we export all over the place. Hollywood is a huge industry for us, of course, and our movies, our entertainment, are exported. You know, and they're hugely popular in Japan, of course. And you know, you got all these violent movies. You get the these uh, really violent, action-packed um, TV shows that Japan does not produce. Japan really doesn't do that. They do that with their animation, which they're world famous for. Because I'm assuming they make money from that. But they really don't export any, like... They, they don't make any dramas like that. They Their dramas are really kind of love stories and just, you know, human dramas. Very simple and not, like, much action or budget to them. So I can talk about the TV. I have a lot to say about that and entertainment in another podcast. But, okay, so there's that, there's that kind of feeling that America is dangerous, um is a dangerous country to be in because of because of the media, the TV shows, and the movies. Um, there's also, unfortunately, the reality. And this, of course, has been a big thing in, in recent times. Um, you know, we have the Sandy, the Sandy Hook massacre and all these shootings and the fact that American, Americans can get guns relatively easily. Our gun laws do not compare to the gun laws of Japan. There's just no comparison there. Japanese people do not have guns at all. Is it possible to get one in Japan? Yes. Is it as easy as America? No fucking way. No way. And the guns they sell are usually for... They're recreational. They're for hunting or target shooting. They don't sell handguns or anything like that. I've never seen, I've never seen gun stores... Living in L.A., I saw gun stores. There were gun shows I could have gone to. Um, so there's definitely this fear among Japanese that, yeah, America's dangerous. Look at all the news. There's shootings all the time. And why why can people get guns so easily? And this is not just Japan. I mean, the rest of the world is saying this. I mean, this is, I mean, this is not news, of course, to any American, I'm sure. Um, the, the rest of the world is asking, what is up with America? Why do the citizens have guns? And again, this is another topic I can, I can blob, blab on and on about for an entire podcast, which I probably will. Um, but I'm just saying, this is what they think of us. This is uh, time and time again, I've heard this in Japan, of course. America is dangerous. Um, 
I mean, look at Chicago. Look at Chicago in the news a lot lately too. I mean, it's just it's just shocking to me that a city like Tokyo, which is well over thirteen and a half million, I believe, just in central Tokyo, and you you count the entire metropolis area of Tokyo, and it's it's I think one of the largest metropolitan areas in the world. Um, I don't know if it I don't know how how it compares with San Paulo, but but anyways, it's it's massive. There's a huge population all packed in. And you'd think a city like that, I mean, it's bigger than New York, would have slums. But really, I can't think of any areas that compare to the slums in cities I've seen in LA, in America. And you look at the, the LA slums, it looks like a third world country. It's, not, it's like you're not even in America anymore. The poverty level is so shocking that um, that's a slum to me. It looks like war-torn Afghanistan. It's shocking. And I've never, ever seen any area like that in Tokyo. I mean, there are some areas that aren't... I mean, there's like red-light districts and, and places with like lots of sex industry shops and stuff uh, with some shady characters. But, I mean, that's like... That's like maybe like West Hollywood, I mean, not West Hollywood, like Hollywood, you know, uh, like the Sunset Strip on a weekend or something. There's some shady characters. I mean, there's some shady characters everywhere in, in LA, at least in American cities, I'm, I'm thinking. In Tokyo, I'm, I'm amazed. I mean, it's no utopia, of course, but there's really not much of a slum I can think of. Nothing that compares to the slums in America. And that's what's so shocking to me, is that the city as big as Tokyo doesn't really have slums. And I don't know, is, is, is the slums and danger and, and poverty? I'm sure they're all related, of course, in our American culture. We have a lot of problems. I mean, we have a lot of strengths, of course, too. Um, but it's, it's been said a lot, is that um, I've heard it so many times, America's dangerous. I don't really want to study in America. It's not first on my list to study abroad or to visit um, it's just too dangerous. Um, I, I'd rather go to Australia or Canada. Um, there's not as many guns, um, not as much crime. Um, and I hear it a lot. So that's what they think of us. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed this episode of Japanatron. It's kind of a short one, but stay tuned. I'm hoping to, uh, get back on the horse and, some, and record some more. I got some more ideas. Um, if you like the show, please rate and review. Uh, I'm on iTunes. I'm also on, uh, I got my, uh, my website, japanatron.com, uh, which will take you to my page on my main site, which is mondaiji.com, uh, that also includes my blog. Uh, we're also my, I'm also on Facebook and Twitter and do all that crap. Uh, you can find links to all that on japanatron.com. So that's the main one to check. Um, all right. Have a good day everybody, and uh, talk to you later. Bye! You have received this transmission from the Comedy Podcast Network. For more shows, visit ComedyPodcastNetwork.com.